<laughs> All right, you ready? I'm oh, I'm ready as I'm gonna <laughs> I know when we start. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Virtual Minds. I'm here with my friend Ralaron. Rallyron. How do you uh, How do you want to be pronounced for your name? Ralaron's fine. Ralaron. Okay. I've gotten railroad rail iron. <laughs> uh, you you fucking name it. Okay. All right. Iron uh, also works. Uh, rally. Rally. <laughs> you get called rally. Uh, I guess I could see it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so I, I had a question for you. So the do you do art? Because I saw that you had a fur affinity count, and I do. I was I was I wondering if you art. I took art. But I've kind of gone cold turkey on it mostly because AI became a thing and just kind of discredited artists and the acceptance of it by the public mass and then just yelling at artists for just having you know the audacity to charge for art anymore. That that kind of fucking got under my skin and I'm just like, alright fine if people are just gonna steal art and fucking do shit like that like i'm not cool with that it's just gonna be dead in the water so so what's your opinion on on the whole uh, on the whole like how much start this off right oh yeah there you go there you go <laughs> um so what's your opinion on the whole uh artists should charge what they believe that they're worth versus, like, bartering. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're trying to talk to an artist to, you know, ask them to, like, I want I want you to bring this down. Don't do not do that. That's just going to irritate them. Like, don't ask them to bring it down. Like, what they're charging is what their, their going rate is. If anything, always give them, like, a $15 tip. Just always make that a practice. As long as, like, they met the, like, necessary, like, idea. Like, what your bare minimum was, as long as they met that, cost down another $15. That way, when you come back to them again, they will make sure that they'll have remembered you. They'll remember that you gave them extra money. Because most likely, you helped them make fucking rent. That yeah. Month. So they're going to be like, all right what you want and they'll throw it they might throw shit in free i'll be yeah. like i wanted to get some practice with this because nobody's been getting like nobody's been asking for this kind of stuff so i just did this for you that happened okay. me i haven't really charged anyone for any art that i've done so i don't really have that much talking space on it but as far as what i understand from all my artist friends that's that's fairly common practice it, if you toss extra money at people, then they'll make sure, like the next time you come around, that they they got you covered. Or if, uh, and as far as like other furries are concerned, one of the things to keep in mind is try to find artists that already do characters that are in your style that you're looking for. Don't go to somebody that does like hyper realistic stuff and ask them to do like super cartoony. Oh that's yeah, not what they do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, actually they, a really good or point. They, yeah. Or they draw, or they draw like uh, I guess semi feral, where they've 
they're digigrade legs and they're more animalistic than human. When you're looking for something that's planigrade and walks around like a normal human, yeah, uh, you kind of want to aim for that, that because it's it's gonna meet what you're looking for a little bit better. So it, it is a, uh, I mean, most artists are gonna be like, yeah, whatever. Like, there's an open spot. You bought a spot. I'm gonna fill the order. Mostly because they don't have time to play guessing games. And usually they don't have enough money to play guessing games. Oh, yeah. Uh, I get it. The uh, I, mean, I, I So I have an artist, right, for my thumbnails. And and now and now he's uh, he's going to be working on really all my other projects as well. He's a badass dude. Oh, shout out to you, Hugo Vasco. Uh, he, uh, th- that's one thing I, I've kind of learned because I, I learned it through Reddit, right, where a lot of the artists were kind of complaining that people are like, they keep trying to say, you know, keep trying to say, you know, it needs to be cheaper. It needs to be cheaper. It needs to be cheaper. They're like, if you want cheaper then go find a lower quality person or someone else, that's gonna, or someone go else that's going that's to started. Yeah. Yeah. And don't, don't and, go, and to, I can see don't it. go to somebody that has experience and ask them, Hey, I want you to be cheaper. No, yeah. like they already have their name out in the water. Don't ask them. They're going to laugh at you and tell you to go away. Exactly. I mean, shit. I there's plenty of artists I'd love to commission because I know their stuff. It's extremely high quality. It's in the vibe that I like. But yeah, I ooh, I can't toss down a couple <laughs> grand at a commission. Like fucking love them. I think they're awesome. But I could I I never so much as ask them to try because it's just like man. And I'm sure that for a lot of them, it would be a breath of fresh air because the most frustrating thing for artists that have actually like taken art school and whatnot is when they get a sparkle dog that rolls up. A wealthy sparkle dog. Because they're not going to say no. It's just that most, most artists are going to sugarcoat what they think about what your character looks like. Because they're not going to really complain. But learn a little bit of color theory. It's not that hard. Like you can watch like a 15 minute video online and learn a little bit of color theory just to have a grasp on what colors do not mix well. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny with neon orange and <laughs> blue. It doesn't look good. So, so the artists can't make it look good. So, so I actually had a, I had a college roommate that it was my very first roommate my freshman year and he just did not give a damn of what anyone thought of him so he goes out i shit you not this dude he had um he had uh neon orange and ne and uh like neon green like <laughs> pants and then a fucking red um it was. I think it was red or blue. I think it was blue, and a, and a blue like flannel shirt, and they're like shorts, and, and he's walking around like this. So I was like, oh god, you're painful to look at. Like, I don't know anything about that, but fuck my eyes, it's Ugh. awful. Uh, oh oh, and then oh. and then uh, and then I was trying to learn the uh, the whole color wheel thing, right? So I was on, um, and I'm not advocating. I'm not paid by him or anything, but I use Skillshare, right? And I was like, okay, I'm gonna take some. Uh, 
I'm going to take some classes, right, on on how to do interior decoration. And I was like, oh, Jesus, there's, whole, there's a whole field of, of, of knowledge. I'm just sitting there like, God damn it. There's so much to learn yeah. in this thing. And, and, and I was like, what the hell is a color wheel? And they're like, you can do – you could pick a color, choose one of the adjacent colors, or directly so, across. A- oh, everyone, knows, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Roy G. Biv. Oh Roy yeah, G. yeah. Biv. Easiest thing to remember. It's the rainbow. You just bend it around so it comes to a complete circle. You have six answer. colors on that wheel, and you can break it into more. But ultimately, you have six: the three primaries and the three secondaries. Red, blue, and yellow mm-hmm. are your primaries. Green, orange, violet are your secondaries. And ultimately, when you have the, all your colors down on the color wheel, and feel free to look it up online. It's okay. Power Word Google is your friend. <laughs> Google foo. Instead of don't don't make your color palette the two colors across. Instead, go across and then go one up or one down. Or left or right on the wheel. Just by one. That's a complementary color. <laughs> yeah, there you they go. blend well. Mm-hmm. They look nice. But if you still show show up looking like a clown show, like, you know, some <laughs> clown would wear to a fucking circus, <laughs> it's not going to help you. You're like, the, the artist will try their damnedest to make it work, but... Trying to shade that shit is cancer. Oh yeah. Trying oh to make yeah. It blend with an environment. Trying to make it match an environment, especially if you're just like, I want my sparkle dog in a beautiful uh, uh, forested waterfall. Yeah, you're going to be paying out the ass for the background because most most artists focus more on doing like the character. When I was younger, I focused more on backgrounds. Uh, I started working on characters, and I can draw characters in a very specific theme. If you want me to draw people, like it's gonna be fucking heavy referenced from something. I'm oh, probably yeah. gonna go sit. I'm probably gonna take my fat ass out, sit <laughs> in a chair, and then get the photos, and then go off of that. But uh, I don't want to. No, no, I got you. Oh yeah, that would that would be a that would be a pain in the ass. Like uh, my my artist, right, Hugo Vasco. He he's 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 new, but he's not at the same time. Like he's I I don't know what it is. He, they're they're from uh, they're from Brazil. Yeah. Well, and when they, I when I say new, I mean like brand new to making art. Like they, oh oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Commission. They're only charging like fifteen dollars. Yeah, give them fifteen dollars. See where they go. It, best case scenario, you toss fifteen dollars, they get inspired. They keep making more. Mm-hmm. They keep getting new commissioners, and then like give them a couple of, like four years later, they're making like some high quality shit. And then you pop in and be like, "Hey, can I get another one?" And they'll be like, "I remember you." Yeah, I like doing your character. Like, boom, mm-hmm. and they just fucking they they knocked it out before they before they even put up a bill. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, my uh, my my artist. That's I mean, I, that's how I feel with him, right? But he's got I shit you not. It's like seven or eight different art styles, and he already knows his worth. But he doesn't really have a uh, a social media presence except for like Instagram, and it's really interesting. He uh, hold on, I gotta plug my shit on. He um uh, he, I was like, I don't know why this guy isn't isn't famous because. He, this dude has like a turnaround rate of like 24 hours. Like, it's phenomenal. And I don't know if it's because he doesn't have work. I don't know if it's because he's just now starting to do commissions and maybe he was just working on whatever. Um, I have to have more more, uh, more fun conversations with him. But uh, he, he's he's making pretty much everything for me now. And I'm just like, God damn, it's so fucking good. And, but, but he's like, Hey, Hey, when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? And I was just like, hold on. I'll let you know. And, uh, so I'm getting to the point to where whenever I finish a video, then I'll contact him and be like, Hey, uh, I want it to be this, you know, this and this and this. And he goes, okay, turns around and makes it. And he goes, is this what you're talking about? And I'm like, Oh, uh, can you change this? And this and this and this and he goes, yeah, no problem. And he doesn't, he doesn't. Okay, I've had bad experiences with artists where, uh, where you say, yeah, uh, oh, well, that's not, that's not what I was asking for. <laughs> can you, can you change this? Oh well, it'll be another ten dollars, right? And it's like, oh, what the fuck, bro? Like that's not what I was asking you for. Well, you said this and this and this, right? And it's like, fuck, this dude, none like, of that. If it's none of the sketch phase, that. that's perfectly fine. Like, yeah, that's the time to do it. Like when it's still a sketch layer, but if they put ink down, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. So, so like what you're they, saying is they've already decided on a pose. They've already flushed out everything, and they're putting ink down, which now means that it's more or less permanent. Digital stuff, yeah, that's a bit easier workaround. But if you're hiring a traditional artist, by the way, oh, I got you, I got you. Traditional, not a not a digital. If you're hiring somebody to actually paint for you or do ink on paper stuff, fix everything in the sketch phase. When they've got the sketches, they should approach you with like three rough drafts at where it's just all blocked out at where it's just spheres and ovals and like the loose like yeah, yeah, yeah. like the poses I was thinking for this. That's what they should approach you with. They should have like a minimum of four at at least yeah okay that makes sense six and two of them they're just like no this is garbage yeah that makes sense so so my artist that's what he does like he'll he'll make the sketch and then he'll be like hey is this what you want and i go oh uh can you change this and this and this and he goes yeah no problem boom 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 and then like not even five minutes later boom there there it is i'm like jesus christ this guy's fast and uh (laughs) and he, he hands it back and i'm like Okay, uh, would you be able to change this and this and this? And he goes, yeah, yeah, boom, boom, boom. And he gives me the next one. I was like, damn. And then he'll make it, right? And there is, uh, there's one time, so my banner for on YouTube, he, um, uh, he made my banner and, and he had the American flag kind of backwards. He's from Brazil, so he doesn't know, right? And uh, he had the American flag uh, where, oh. where the stripes were along the flagpole. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not in distress. Okay <laughs> I'm not in distress. The, yeah. <laughs> it's okay for it to be backward on on the military because it goes on the left arm. Yeah, no, no, no it, wasn't that. it wasn't that. Because they have the stars forward. Is, like, well, Charging forward into battle. But, Hell yeah. Yeah. It, because you're charging forward into battle, that's the easy way of explaining it, and mm-hmm. so that you can get your, so you can break it down Barney style for the people that don't 
that aren't all yeah. there. <laughs> well, they just they just don't know. Not everybody yeah, we've knows. Got the be- we've got the best military in the world, but that does not mean we've got the smartest. Uh, <laughs> it's the accumulation. It's the accumulation. The, the, the main reason, the main reason for the stars being forward on the body, is target identification. Identify friend or foe, mm-hmm. because there are other nations that have just stripes, which makes it very hard to spot and very hard to ID. Especially if they decide to go with a similar camouflage pattern. Or if they're not wearing camouflage at all, and you're actually attacking a base. Which... (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) That's that's not a good day for anyone. (laughs) Um, I mean, most likely, like, it will be the American way of saturate the target with enough ordnance that there's nothing moving anymore. And then send in the Marines. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly um do, 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 do cleanup work but yeah so so my friend had the flag on backwards so think of the pole like this right and you know how the stars come up to the pole right and oh, then the, oh, and dear. then it comes out uh, but it was the other way so oh, the stripes no. were up here <laughs> and, the, and the stars were over here right flapping in the wind like that so oh, i was no. like okay i was like uh, okay oh, uh, no. so it's like he doesn't know he doesn't know right he's from brazil and uh, i was like oh uh, would you be able to change that and you can make it on the other side of the on the other side of the pole you know and uh, make it look like the boat he, is he is like no no no, no, no <laughs> thank god no no he just grabbed it and went boop and like moved it over there so it looked like it was waving in the wind correctly right and i was like okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it, it's 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 a whole thing with that but uh, but yeah i could i could see that so there's diff- so you would you would classify it as uh there's different stages as far as a commission is concerned, right? There's the sketch oh, phase, yeah. and then and uh, and the coloring phase slash uh, slash like uh, the it would be like the beginning phase and the end phase, right? So the beginning phase is when you want all those changes to be made, and then it's the um, it's the uh, the coloring phase, which is the finalizing of everything, right? It, would it be fair to say that that's that's kind of how it goes? I told it, I asked that right as soon as you're taking a sip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got, like, the sketch phase, which is where you're going to make all your major changes, like, coloring decisions or, like, very minor changes of, like, hey, can he be looking this way? Yeah, that can be... You can do that up until, like, the, the, fini- like, the finished product, quotation, mm-hmm. finished. Uh, because stuff like that is fairly easy to fix it's gonna with traditional artists that's gonna it's gonna be like god because painting eyes is a lot more difficult because you have to paint the eye first then you have to paint around the eye so you do the eyelids over that Mm. like your actual eye would uh, fit and uh one of the things that like i'd been doing but i hadn't really put any thought about it but it definitely like clicked because I started like I, I watched some uh, uh, prior uh, Bob Ross there we go Bob Ross uh, I was watching Bob Ross <laughs> okay uh, sorry I was, like my brain just, just shit the bed I'm just like oh god now oh god I'm embarrassing myself but Bob Ross <laughs> definitely like it 
if you want to learn how to do backgrounds easy, like lazy easy, without having to put too much thought into it, watch some of his stuff and watch how he constructs the background. And the easiest way to remember the the like layout is back to front, top to bottom. So you lay in the furthest thing in the back first. And then you do all the back stuff. And you start walking your way forwards. Mm. That's fascinating. And the reason for that is uh, you're laying in like your sky first, which I've mm -hmm. been doing. That was easy. But like there was a couple of times that where I'd mess up and I was just because I didn't understand that pattern. I wasn't recognizing the pattern of worked but do it back to front top to bottom and it oh man it makes made life so much easier like and when you guys watch the uh, when you guys listen to this go and watch bob ross paint like it is therapeutic and he is you know an icon of his time you know, it was a sad day when we lost him. Yeah. Also, it definitely was like, the the most the most interesting person, like an artist that I, I've seen. That you know, it, it strikes like a, a home chord with me because he was Air Force. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a master. master wasn't he sergeant. master sergeant? Yeah. Yep, master sergeant, basic military instructor. Did you see why? He was doing the paintings. Damn it. Yeah, because he didn't want to yell at anyone anymore. Exactly. He wanted to uh, he wanted to quit being mad or angry that's at people. That's why he was so yep. that, that's why he was so soft spoken. Me, I will still yell at no, I, mean, I, I don't give a shit. I, but I he's a he's an icon. I, I still uh, I don't God rest if his I soul. yell at you, it's not because I'm angry, it's because I need your immediate attention because there's a threat to your life. Need your attention now. I don't like yelling. Exactly don't like yelling yeah i thought that was uh, probably that my throat one of the and most interesting things oh yeah yeah the yeah, uh, uh oh. the, the whole uh I, I actually find it kind of funny how some of the best icons uh that we have for basically badassery right so bob ross as far as yeah. like being a badass in and peace and love and and uh, nature and everything, right? And on the other hand, yeah. of being just pure badassery, Chuck Norris, because he served in the Air Force too. <laughs> he did. Funny thing about him, Chuck Norris was not just Air Force, but Security Forces. I was also Security yeah. Forces. So he was always our, our call to fame. And <laughs> you better That's bet awesome. that there was rarely a day where you didn't hear a Chuck Norris joke. Oh wow! Okay, okay. <laughs> you, you know it's funny. Just because it just it was just funny and topical, and you know, yeah. Why would like if he had gone and like gone on tour to like different bases just to come and give like inspirational speeches? You had better. Oh, dude, your ass! All the security <laughs> forces would have been showing up in blues with a smile on their face because it would. Shit, it's an honor, meet, sir. It's an honor. <laughs> It's an honor. It's amazing how old he is. 
what is he in his oh, 80s yeah. now? Was he is he eight, in his 80s? He's got to be. He's got to be in his fucking 80s now. It's, it's okay. 70s or 80s. And uh, yeah, 70s, 80s, I think. Yeah, dude, it, it's it's phenomenal how how good he still looks. Like he he looks like he's still super healthy. He doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. He might be immortal I for mean, all we know. <laughs> I mean, he took, shit, he took, I he took some he took some years. Out of service. Oh. Dude, he, he took some years out of the people that he was beating up. <laughs> Fucking like a vampire. <laughs> for every I mean, person he beat, he gets another year to live. <laughs> Chuck Norris can't die. Death is too scared to approach him. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, you know, it's also funny. There's uh, another celebrity. It wasn't really a badass, but another celebrity that served in the military that was extremely famous was Elvis Presley. Did you know that he was a fucking tanker? <laughs> he was a tanker yeah, in the well, U.S. Army. There's been plenty of plenty of uh, celebrities that ended up going to the military. Can't recall too terribly many of them, but. Yeah, there was a, there was a, it's kind of a sad story about this one, but it was a, and there was an NFL star who went into, uh, into the army and he got, he became a ranger, was in the 75th. Yeah, he was in the 75th and, uh, uh, they got in a firefight, but turned out they were in a firefight with their own guys and he got killed. So he got killed by friendly fire. So that was a, that was an unfortunate one. Um, but yeah, he did. Always he did remember country. the most accurate fire is friendly fire. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's not <laughs> friendly fire. Isn't <laughs> exactly <laughs> somebody's been playing Helldivers. <laughs> yeah, friendly fire isn't. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely Helldivers. Like that's a good example of like yeah, friendly fire can happen like that, and it oh, can yeah. be your own fucking squad. Oh because, yeah, you know, that's why communication's key. Bring, uh, I, I, like just today, I felt bad. My buddy, like, he was standing off to my right. He moves mm-hmm. up and starts firing, firing on target. And I thought he was going to step back to reload. Instead, he dodged. It. He he zigged when he shouldn't have zagged. <laughs> when we should have zagged. And grenade launcher right to the back of the head. I'm like, oh, fuck, because <laughs> that would have gone. That would have been, been a nice clean shot over this little ridge and into the target that we were trying to take down because we were fighting robots and the the firefight was already very intense oh man oh Uh, yeah what other i don't like it i don't (laughs) like it (laughs) what other uh what other games do you play uh i mean i saw you playing that that was it gnome game no it wasn't gnomes it was uh something dwar- space dwarves or something like that. I think I saw you playing that game a while back. Dwar- uh, dwarf, uh, well, dwar- yes. Deep Rock Galactic. Deep Rock Galactic. That's the one. <laughs> Danger Darkness Dwarves. So, uh, very much like Helldivers, but more Left for Dead. Oh. Okay. And a randomly generated uh, map every time, and it. It's fun as fuck. I love, I love playing that. Uh, I played each of the classes. Initially, I was like, I don't think I'll like Scout. Seems too mobile, and it, that seems like kind of counter counterproductive for a dwarf. It's supposed to be like 
Arden employees. Yeah, like, fucking front line, motherfucker. But no, like I'm just like I'm just like that is fucking zip that that little zip gun. Mm, mm, that little grappling gun. Fucking <laughs> oh man, that makes life so much easier. And then it's just like, hmm, this cave is really dark. Let me just pull out my crossbow that can fire or like my little uh, flare gun and just fucking bunk nail nail the ceiling and now the room is illuminated for like five minutes no longer having to deal with that much darkness everything's nice and illuminated i've got my m1000 which is just an m1 grand just dwarven and is it just dwarven? Apparently, space dwarven. A space dwarf uh, M1 Grand with railgun accentuation. Ooh, fancy! Because you can charge <laughs> it up and then release it. Which, mm. yeah, you can go if you have uh, like the little specialty thing with it, uh, or you get like the certain overclock with it i forget which one it is i think super cooling if i remember right mm -hmm. but uh yeah you deal like three or four times damage which you can one shot most things that oh wow oh that feels good that feels so good have uh have you ever shot a real m1 grand uh, no. Dude, Probably enough, I haven't. Dude, it is the most satisfying thing whenever uh, whenever you finish that clip. And it's a clip. It's not a magazine for those that don't understand. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's an actual... That's, that's a clip. A, I just stripped that's a clip. is correct. Yeah. Uh, now, because, I... <laughs> uh, the, the difference between magazine and clip is magazine is a reusable piece of material that stores your ammunition so you can pull it out put more rounds in it and back in yeah i would be a stripper clip and that's technically you can reuse it but it's going to take so much more time well well the way i've always explained the difference between a clip and a magazine is because during uh during uh, like the 1700s and the early 1800s they had buildings that were called magazines Right, because that's where they stored all the ammunition and all the gunpowder for their weapons. But so the way I've always explained it is, a clip is a device that holds ammunition directly, and a magazine yeah, is a protective is a protective um, is a protective case casing around ammunition. Right, yeah. because okay, yeah, back then. Back then, it was a building, right? And they called that a magazine. And now yeah. we have magazines, which is a protective case around ammunition because it protects the, the ammunition. Because during World War One, they had a lot of um, uh, a lot of weapons. And uh, I like to use the uh, the old French, uh, the uh, one of the original French light machine guns. I can't remember the damn name of it though, but it had really long clips that came into the side, and it was exposed to the oh, yeah. elements. I remember it, right? It was Right, it, it's goofy looking, but yeah, <laughs> it is. No, like, it is, and he goes, tuck, 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 and then fucking fucking yeah. drops it out. Yeah, and and but the, but the reason and then drops a clip out. Yeah, the reason why that wasn't that wasn't uh, uh, manufactured a lot more was because the mud and the dirt and everything would get in it, and it would jam it the fuck yeah. up 
a lot. And so, so that's it, why they started it, using the magazines. If ammunition up to you, you had to die for no. cover. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that ammunition kind of up would get fucked show. up. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fucking fire and just like, click, 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 and just got to clear it out. Whereas, um, and that, that's why they started really going into magazines because it protects the ammunition from the yeah. elements to use in the weapon, right? And that's why you can get a magazine dirty and slap it in, and, and it shoots just fine. Whereas yeah, you put them, yeah, you put them. If it got inside, then it fucks it up. Down, put them open face down in the pouch. You don't have to worry about anything getting exactly. in the way of it. Exactly. So if anybody pull it out, it's nice and fresh. God, what's going on with my body here? So yeah. So if anybody uh, ever gets like a plate carrier or whatever, just remember magazines point down right because they're supposed to be protected from the elements everything's to protect the ammunition ammunition is is uh is lifeblood that's uh so how i always how i've always seen it and um i mean yeah yeah if you if you run out of ammunition you are in trouble (laughs) i always get to your ammunition you are dead yeah yeah i uh i've always said uh the um when it comes to ammo, you can never have too much ammo, just too much to carry. And if you run out of ammo, you just have an expensive bat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a very expensive bat. <laughs> I mean, that, that's kind of been my standpoint with, uh, like, sidearms is the reason why you carry a sidearm is to provide uh, cover for yourself while you fix your primary. Yeah. In other words, if you if you recognize that it's just a jam, yeah, then just swap over, get to cover, fix your jam, get back on target, then you get your primary back up. But if you know that you've had a malfunction at where it's something that you can't just easily a complex fix, malfunction, you're going yep. to you're gonna need a minute. You're need a transition. To unfuckle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that case. If you know, because, like, if you fired enough, you know when you've had, you know, the weapon malfunction just on how its feedback, how it fe- how its feedback was. In which case, that sidearm has now become your ability to suppress the enemy just for a few seconds to either kill or close ground. And then you have engaged in a melee. What they were not expecting you to do that. Oh yeah, close a distance, destroy the enemy, right? And, uh, uh, and that, that's why I, I confusion like confusion by violence of action. Have them. Confusion by yeah, violence of I, action. Oh yeah. Oh man. So many, <laughs> so many people don't quite grasp violence of action. And they don't. Just they don't. Being being bad, like uh, for those that play Warhammer, embrace your inner Cornite. <laughs> just fucking rush their line when they least expect it. Like, just fucking put a couple of rounds down. It sounds like you're, you know, like, they're going to pop up thinking that you're reloading and you're just right there and you've already whipped the pistol around and you just start fucking clubbing them death. Like a baby seal. <laughs> they weren't ready for that. Oh my God. They weren't ready for you. They weren't ready for your violence. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Violence of action is that's honestly that's what makes America's military so successful is we've used that as doctrine. Oh yeah, right. Uh, our hit military them fast has and hit them hard. 
Exactly. And you just don't, don't, don't give them stop. a chance to don't recover. Stop. Exactly. Press the advantage. Yep. Press the threat. Because press the if threat. you get in there and you you just fucking steamroll all the way through without taking a break, they don't have one either because they were not expecting all of a sudden their admin guys to have to grab, you know, firearms to start yep. fighting back. Yep. They weren't ready. They weren't prepared. And they support it's just elements. An easy cakewalk once you get through. Once you get through that first barrier, then it's just like yeah, it's to walk, walk through it. Oh yeah. Yep, and uh, that's uh, it's honestly one of the best things you do, even with uh, even with squad like the game squad, right? It's uh, or any or any strategy game for that for that matter. Uh, oh yeah, I've played. Um, I think it's called Steel Division. The the worst mistake um, that was worst mistake that you can do is give your enemy time to turtle because as far as like strategic games, I love the turtle. Yeah. I love the turtle. If you give me t- enough time Turtler. to turtle, I'll have turtled twice. <laughs> I, I will have turtled twice. Oh yeah, because Sit I know there that there's going to be a secondary up. line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be artillery on my front and there's going to be artillery on my rear because I know that the front line will fall. As soon as the enemy presses the objective, which is why I have the second line, and which and that's when they realize, oh, I'm in trouble. You know, I think you would like the game they've already Steel Division. Themselves dry, I think and I'm sitting there cool. giggling, and my super long range artillery is hammering their base, and now they can't do anything about it. For anyone that's played, for all my buddies that out there that have played. Uh, Supreme Commander. Supreme oh, Supreme yeah, Commander. I've heard of that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think I have it. Yeah. Fuck. Hold on. Uh, no, I don't have Supreme Commander. Uh, Forged Alliance no. is probably the, the best version of first one. First one, definitely the best. Second is good, but it's uh it's easier to get into. Uh, so as far as like anyone's trying to get like understand how to play it, Play two first, then play one. And remember, resources first. Be fast, be hungry. Uh, And if you play like a turtle like me, if you go to uh, like the iconic map where there's like the very slim bit of land and then the two oceans, I fucking love that map that's like... The <laughs> and you you'll see it in other games too. Like other games copy that because that's such a good map design because it leads to grinding attritional warfare, which everyone's there for because you get to watch the just some wild ass shit go down. Have you ever and, and played? Fun um... thing to do with that is build a navy because everyone's like ah ground battle is my thing. I'm going to do ground battle. Uh, or an air force, and then you just like. Meanwhile, I've I've got my super fortress designed here, and then on the side, I'm just starting to build battleships, so then they can kind of pull in to the little bay there and just also start shelling because they're technically artillery too. <laughs> Dude, have you played Planetary Annihilation? Uh, yes, I have. Dude, that game I is played much of it. Fuck. For those of you that don't know, that game is phenomenal. So there are it's multiple in the same fronts. Vibe. 
Yes, yes. You have to fight on multiple fronts. And when I say multiple fronts, I mean land, air, sea, and fucking space. (laughs) And you can can (laughs) turn a moon into a weapon by putting massive jet engines on it and flying that bitch into a planet and knocking out half the damn half the damn planet and it's it's freaking awesome and there's even uh there's even uh uh like every now and then there's a map and it has a death star but you have to build the components for the death star and if you get that death star going you you everyone has like like two minutes to to stop everything, like to, to try and knock one of those components out, and it, it's it's bad. If somebody gets to that point, you probably already oh. lost. <laughs> you probably already I mean, lost. If- <laughs> God, I've had so many close yeah, calls with, uh, with that. With Stellaris, if you end up with like, an oh, dude, that game, you need that- you need you need like different mod packs, but like those that have played it, that have the mod packs. Yeah, if somebody has an attack moon, you you already know that it's <clears throat> it's gonna be a close one, <laughs> dude. <laughs> because dude, that unless, game is... unless unless you can start fucking building one right now, or already have one in reserve, or have somebody that's against them that has one. Shit's gonna get grim real quick. <laughs> because they built one just for the status symbol of having one. Because they're not that they're not that great. Like you can avoid them or you can mm-hmm. just get a fleet that can outrange them. But they have built something that cost a cost what two fleets cost. So it's just a fucking flex. Yeah. Yeah, D- dude, that game that 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 is an all day game. You can't sit down and be like, "I'm gonna play oh, yeah. 20 minutes of Stellaris." No, oh, it's fuck, not even no. an all day no. game. It's, no. it's, <laughs> I have dedicated my entire weekend and, and my bonus holiday to this match. That ge- and with with friends. And this is this Same is on friends. small. This is on a tiny galaxy. This is on tiny galaxy. That's three days of fucking. Just that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, that's. You're, oh you're my god. You're going to sleep, waking up, making food for the day, and then going right back into it, dude. I, I shit you not. When I was um when I was in EMT school, uh, I I was like I got to do the audiobook for this. I played fucking Stellaris while I was listening to the audiobook. <laughs> I was like, I have, oh god, this is too much. It's so much information. So I'm sitting there just, just playing Stellaris and just on single player, and I'm just like going through the whole thing, and I'm like, wow, this is really making the time fly by. <laughs> I was like, good uh. god, yeah, dude, it's 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 an all day. So so it's 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 a fucking. It takes forever to play that game, but I saw I saw a YouTuber who was playing that game and he made like a starfish people or something like that. <laughs> and, and he, and he made them to where they were like a hive mind, but what he did, it was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in the game. So what they did is they, uh, they allowed like, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Immigration. The like swarm. No, no, no. They oh, allowed oh, like immigration oh, no. to come in. And so whenever they had populations come in, they said, everybody that's not of my species, 
will be turned into food, and then he he would take them and fucking kill them and turn them into food, and then he and and his people didn't need food because because they uh, because they photosynthesized right, so they didn't need any food. And so what he did was he got the food and he sold it back to them. So it was literally it was literally getting people in from all these other species that were immigrating to them, and they would turn them into food and then sell the food back to them. I was like, what the fuck? That's so fucked up. That game could get dark, oh. but it's so good. It's such a good game. Oh yeah, it can get dark, or, uh, <laughs> or 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 you have like super open borders, are friendly with everyone, <laughs> but you're like yeah. necromancers. So <laughs> uh, everyone's everyone's people come in. You turn them into slaves. Then you turn them into dead dead slaves, which then you raise <laughs> back into undead to make materials to give back to those people, or you send them as mass wave hordes of undead, you know, goons to crush your neighbor <laughs> with their own undead. With their own people. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, did you ever have the endgame people of the, uh, oh, what the hell are they called? Like, I, I can't remember what the hell they're called, I've had but it's all three flavors. Oh, okay. So, so you had the ones that are like the the creepy looking things with like the one eye or whatever that fucking are like a oh, yeah, like the, a plague or the, whatever. The legally distinct uh, kind of like the flood, kind of like the flood. Yeah, yeah. The the flood tyranid biomass that comes in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the devouring the great devouring swarm. Dude, I yeah, um, yeah I fought them. Dude, I, I I was playing one game and I'm like do do do, and I'm like yeah we're we're gonna be a strong federation right? So I, I got like all these nation all these other uh, not nations oh, but all these I other species. I'm just like trust yes, no one. <laughs> oh my gosh, I uh, but I had I had a pretty strong alliance with everybody, and I just kept trying to get more people to join to try and make this huge thing and, and then make this powerful federation fleet and then make my fleets and i was like yeah fuck yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna make this whole thing squared away and then i hear and then i get the little message that something is has entered the solar system or entered not the solar system the galaxy Uh-oh. and it's like on the other side and then we're just like do 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 doing our own thing and then like a few turns oh, it's like so a, much easier if it, it shows like, up in one of your one of, like in like your immediate neighbor it rolls into like your defensive perimeter that you set up for them and you're just like <laughs> dude victory is mine or if it rolls in on one of the holds that you already had prepared because like you saw all the messages and you're just like alright time to take all of my perimeter worlds and just turn them into super fortresses I mean whenever you first fight them well, either they're extremely powerful right because it takes down. time yeah, because it takes time to build up the forces to compare to them whenever they first join, right? So when they join, oh, yeah. they're on the other side of the galaxy from, I don't know anybody over there, and I just see the motherfuckers just spread, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, so oh shit. And uh, then they start getting, and you see where they're coming, and you're just like, send everyone. <laughs> I just send all the fleets over there yeah. to go fight them. And then it's I like had... the most epic battle ever. <laughs> It's so great. I, I remember, like they were they were going to show up in a, a, a in a specific sector that, or at least one of like their many fleets that were coming. One of them was going to show up. And I'm just like, you're my vassal. 
you don't have the option to say, I'm scared of your fleet being in my systems. <laughs> so I just exactly. I was just like, Alright. Here's some extra money, buddy. Fortify your worlds and make sure that you're ready for this shit. And I just Oh good, I'm like, not the only one that does that. Major fleet, <laughs> major fleet over to just sit there and wait. Loiter on station and be like As soon as they showed up, I'm sitting there like Gotcha, bitch. And just fucking <laughs> obliterated them. Because like they were they were fully prepared, they were fully rearmed, freshly restocked. I'm just like yeah, they can go over there and sit there. And that that game was almost too overwhelming up, for me. Stop them. <laughs> so that game was almost too overwhelming for me until I found out about Governors. <laughs> that, oh, <laughs> oh, God. That was almost too much. It's literally basic. Like, you basically make states within oh, the, your... Uh, the moment any, oh, fuck. any one of them gets, like, the criminal thing, I'm just like, and somebody. <laughs> Next uh, one. Fired. <laughs> I don't need you. Um, yeah, and because you can make your own yeah, like, like little states. The most annoying thing and is it's I so like nice. playing with Mega Corporation. Mega Corporation okay. is fun. I like playing as like, I like it in the mod that allows me to play as private, like a private military contractor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And where other people can rent my fleets. I already know that it's an assured victory because it's my fleet. <laughs> you're walking up and you're going to stomp somebody. And I can also just tell them to go, no, I'm not going to fight this war because you decided to piss off the, uh, you know, fallen empire. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not fighting with them. Like, they're, they're old and angry. It's like going toe-to-toe -to -toe with, a, like, the... Vietnam boom. Fucking yeah. <laughs> it's not, you're not gonna win. Uh, yeah. Up until a certain point, where you're just like, I haven't checked on these guys in a while. What's their fleet strength? And you look at their fleet strength, and then you look at your fleet strength, and there's like, they're one twelve k. And you look at yours, four thirty eight. Those worlds look quite unoccupied, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you have a whole lot of very valuable buildings that could be serving me. Your people look like they need a taste of freedom. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm coming. I always, always remember to take out, take out your fallen empires before they become awakened. Oh yeah, because if there's two of them, they're going to awaken. Because there's going to there's be two polar opposites. They hate each other, but they're not going to do anything to each other because they're fallen. Mm -hmm. They're be quiet for a long time. If they awaken, the galaxy's in a world of hurt. Yep. Because they're going to stomp. Like, you're either going to become theirs or you're going to die. Very true. And there's been several times at where it's just been, at where it's been like two spiritualist empires. For me, and I'm just like, wow. All right, game. Like, just <laughs> fuck me harder with me oh, and my shit. material empire. <laughs> so both of them fucking hate me. And if I join one of them, I immediately have to swap over to a spiritualist empire, which, not my vibe, also will fuck over everything I've done so far. <laughs> and will sink my research into the fucking floor. I don't have my buildings built for this. 
and my culture is not going to like this. <laughs> God, so, uh, what have you I ever do? It's gonna be it, like I, I like the mod that allows me to build mash nobles. Because yeah, sure they can go around it, but this also means that they cannot go through here. Mm. Because they have to kill, they have to kill the planet to yeah. be able to go past it. Like one hundred percent devastation, and it's got a metric fuck ton of health. Oh yeah, have you ever? So they're uh, not. They're they're not moving past. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you ever have you ever tried to do a playthrough without being militaristic at all, dude? That is some of the funniest shit. Ever like you're just like I'm just gonna yeah. be peaceful oh, and trading, and so you make it's... like this mega fucking like uh, like mega resources, uh, right? Because you're a... just because that's all you focus everything on, and then you turn oh, yeah. around and you go, "Hey, Empire, they're being mean," and then and you go, "Here's money, oh. <laughs> throw the money and resources yeah. at it, and I, go, I, I go built, fight like, them for me." I, okay. I built the American dream. <laughs> I built the American dream, right? Or yeah, the yeah. Uh, military, or the American medical complex. <laughs> it's, I I yes! just built a whole bunch of very nice space foxes that were very nice to everyone. We're people. Space foxes, yes. <laughs> and we're going to make sure that everyone's taken care of as long as you're friends with us. But nobody moves into my terrain because I don't like having to deal with multiple pops. I have different ideologies. I think it's really annoying really quick. So you don't get to come into my borders. Borders are closed. But we will adopt everyone. And if we if we end up taking planets, which is an inevitability, you will go to war and you will end up with planets. If you're playing correctly. Mm -hmm. And then you grab a hold of those you know, newly claimed planets and you go, this planet, nobody goes in, nobody goes out. That way it just grows by itself. And you don't have populations that don't like each other. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like one of the biggest but things on there. Those fucking factions. But. Oh, my God. Getting like a massive trade empire and then getting every all the everyone else like they like you. So they're going to work on your side. Doing a little bit of corporate espionage. Getting everyone working with and for you to become like the become the senate oh yeah yep and it's just like ah yes <laughs> i have so much power right now because i can t i can just say this member of the senate is a traitor <laughs> mods crushes balls <laughs> destroy him oh man yeah that that game's pretty pretty freaking awesome and god it's so in depth have uh do you like colony management games by chance I am thinking you're asking me about RimWorld no but I have a game that um <laughs> I, 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 yes no but uh I, I know a game and it's it's not very well known but it's probably one of the best fucking games I've ever played. And it's called Cultures. Uh, which one Have you it? ever heard of it? Cultures. So it was made in like 2002. I don't, I don't know. It was made in like 2002. It's an old game, right? But the, the balancing system 
is phenomenal. Okay. And you, you okay? So let's say you want to make a oh. soldier, right? Like you have to, in order to make the equipment for that, you need to you need to kind of balance your resources. Okay, you need to balance your resources. You need to you need to have people get trained. So, for instance, food. Okay, yeah. You, in you order to, to get food, you have to have an you have economy have to, have a farm. to support a soldier. Yes, and, and it's it's Which so is, it's I, I like and that the only way to get realism. it, and the only way to get a soldier is to have someone who was born and then out of your colony to put in there as a soldier. Like the balance is yeah, your society that it. you create. Uh, no, I mean like you can you can grab Joe Blow that was a fucking clay person, like a, a potter or whatever, or a fucking clay digger, and put them as a soldier. You can put anyone in there as as you want. Because you make whatever weapons or whatever, and then armor, and then boom, you have a soldier. But they still need to be fed, right? In order to get food, you need to you know, either fish or you need to have somebody who harvests berries or whatever, right? But the balancing system on there is is amazing. So you you have people who are novice and experienced, and if they're experienced, they produce two of whatever it is that they're doing rather than one. Right, and if they have tools, they produce have, have three. You played? It's so fucking good, and it, it's it's like three bucks on Steam. Cultures, just just the first one. The other two are uh, not really fans of them. Have you have you played Dwarf Fortress? I have not, but I I've heard about it, and I just played I looked Dwarf at it. Fortress. I looked at it, and I was just like, eh. like the the way that everything's built, it, it's, like uh, the the way the game is. I'm just like, it, ugh, it's not really my cup of tea. It's where RimWorld got its pizzazz, but yes, it's, that's what I've heard. RimWorld, but with Z levels, okay, up and down. There's a, there's a new game it's called a uh, lot more complex medieval something. Let me get the name right because I don't want to. Yeah, I, I I know the game that you're talking about. I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, I it's. At it, I'm just like, oh, that looks all right. Yeah, it's um. It's called medieval something. Hold on, I gotta look this up. Uh, but it's it's it looks like it's getting really good. Like they actually have a uh, a roadmap, and it looks it looks phenomenal. Uh, and I mean, everything that they've added. To adventure mode in Dwarf Fortress because I've done the Dwarf Fort like Dwarf Fortress proper experience and a proper <laughs> one thing to anyone anyone that decides to go and play Dwarf Fortress. Um, have fun. <laughs> Going medieval. Uh, That's what it's called. Going medieval. Fun. It's the name of the game. Heavy quotation marks. You're going to, like, your first 12 fortresses are going to end in utter failure before you've gotten <laughs> anywhere. Just, just embrace it. Uh, defeat is fun. Tragedy yeah. is fun. Because you'll 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 finally get like the hand like the hand alone. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that my my dwarves aren't starving. I've got that covered now. Uh, now I've gotten to the point where I'm starting to produce iron and steel. And now I'm making armor, and goblin horde shows up, wipes out the base. Okay, uh, back to ground zero. Oh, dude, uh, uh, <laughs> dude, I um. So I was talking about RimWorld. I was on I was on Reddit back whenever RimWorld was was a much much newer, 
and before they had any DLCs. And I I have right now I have like twelve hundred hours on RimWorld. Just it's fucked on time. Because you play oh, yeah. that game, you're going to be, your life is gone, right? You're yeah. just, got to get my people. Uh, anyway. Especially when you start, especially when you start fucking messing around with mods. <laughs> it's even worse. Like, it's even fucking now, worse. Now I've got mods, that, now I've got stuff that I kind of want in the world, and I've changed things around, and I've got these extra mechanics that I now have to deal with. Because one, one, uh, one thing I do actually enjoy is, like, the hygiene mod. And mm. where, like, you have to have bathrooms... And yeah, that, that would add another another layer stuff. of complexity. Like adds an extra layer, especially when you add on top of that, like the hospitality stuff. At where like you can allow like the neighbors to come in, and if they have a good time, oh yeah, yeah, they they, they leave a bonus gift bonus to your uh, yeah yeah they leave a gift and they and they go all right uh, we're a little bit more friendly to you because we had a good time here. Oh yeah, that shit. Um, I'm, I'm like yes, I like that one. Yeah, I build like the super fortress. I'm like, like a little tavern. I'm a like fucking... a fucking tavern off to the side, and they all go oh, yeah. to there to stay. I, I've, got, like, I've, got the, yeah. I've got the fucking fun zone, and immediately, like the fun zone, <laughs> the, 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 the military the, the industrial room, complex, the, the, the massive dining, the massive like feasting hall. I've got attached to that, and then the hotel. And then I've got everything else everywhere. The fucking hotel. All those set next to each other. I've got the kitchen right next to the... uh, Which I've also made, you know, look nice. I have nice floors in there, nice walls in there. And have made that a shopping area. Mm. So that the visitors that show up and don't have food can afford food. So even if they are only there to buy, like, the cheapest swill that we have... (laughs) Because they only have like five credits or like uh-huh. five silver, they can just go like, "Here's five silver. Can I not starve to death?" Yeah, sure. Here's a uh, some nutrient paste. Nutrient paste. Yes. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> it's plant based. It's like yeah. fucking wood. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Here it's you go. Just literally wet cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> But it's edible. It's like, is it? <laughs> um, I actually made a meme. I actually made a meme uh, a while back, and uh, you you know Family Guy and you know Cleveland, right? You remember you remember the the scene where Cleveland and they're 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 playing civil rights uh, Monopoly, and he goes, "Oh, how the hell am I supposed to win?" He goes. You don't win. You just do a little better each time. And, and I, the meme about RimWorld, it's like, oh, why did I beat the game? And it's like, you don't win. You just do a little better each time. Because I've, I've, I've got 1,200 hours, and I still have I yet to beat the fucking game. Best, like, I, I, I've never beat it. The best? Oh, well, yeah, you don't, you don't win. You don't, you don't win. win. You just do a little better each time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think the best fort I had was a coastal mountainous region. And where it was the mountain, a bit of an area where you could go, but it also created like this horseshoe opening. And then ocean. So they can only approach from two very defined sections. And I was just like, 
glad I've got the artillery mod installed. I know, right? Because <laughs> the mortars, the mortars, fucking useless. Like, <laughs> you have to have a shit ton of one them. That's the only way for it to work. One, and that's one only if you have hordes of them. 20 shots might hit one. Oh, yeah. But but the thing is, you gotta have, like, freaking 10 or, 10 or 20 of them, right? And then, whenever the, you the do that, there has to be a horde of them. And yeah. There has to be a horde of them, yeah, and you start just knocking them out. The, I, I love the artillery mod, and I highly recommend you everyone gets it. Mostly because the artillery battery that you've got at base with that, so like the proper artillery, can hit more accurately at your base, but it can also reach out like eight uh, tiles away. So if you're doing like a mission for like um a, uh mechanoids have put down like a a defoliator or something oh yeah yeah and, those, those or like a, a, a smog distributor yeah uh then you can be like all right i'm sending like my fucking crazy ass sniper and my melee beast to go and deal with this and when you get, sent, get them out there you go all right you two useless peons, go to the artillery battery because you or like the grab your pacifist because eventually you're gonna end up with. Oh, battery. dude! Oh, dude! I make them fucking cooks. Are you dude, so useless? Dude, have you have you ever had a? F okay, so I usually just accept everyone to come in, right? Because I'm like, I need more people, I need more bodies, right? I need more bodies to fucking fill these these jobs. Oh, I'm very uh, selective, <laughs> but, I'm, but, they, but, I, but I still but, end up with one. Because like it's I end like, up with civilians. Oh, they're like they're like and fighters researchers. So the only thing that they do is eat, sleep, and research. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's that's kind of what I do, right? So, so I I usually have like a a, a division. I, and if I get really, if I get a really big colony, I've got three. I've got civilians, as weird as it is. I got civilians, cops, and fucking guys and fighters, right? And because you will get to the point where you will have people that fucking break and try to break shit. So I just made fucking cops and they sit over there and they arrest people, beat up, you know, whatever uh, to, to take them and put them in the fucking jail. And then you can just release them and then they're fine. Right. So I, I have to I have to do that every now and then. So I have people specifically for that and they just wander around and, <laughs> and just eat and just chill and then be the warden for the uh, for the for the jail for the little jail or prison or whatever that you got. Uh, for anybody that you capture. And then I got the actual fighters who are like the people who will actually fight, but they're workers, they're like haulers or miners or whatever while they're back, while they're back home. And and I, I equip them as such. Whoever my brawler is, I have them set up with, uh, like, where, wherever their workstation is. So if they're like a uh, worker bee or a gardener, mm -hmm. then I'll make sure that they've got like, an extra little room nearby at where I also have like their stun baton store. Oh yeah, it, it, somewhere between where they where they sleep and where they work. In between that area, that's where I put the stun baton. So if I have somebody that goes on break, like breaks and goes berserk, or the prisoners decide that they want to try and escape. Oh, dude, that's the big one. Yeah, he just the, he just runs over riot police baton and goes all right. <laughs> Time to BS again. <laughs> Start whooping some ass. Uh, yeah, that that's God. That's uh... no, you won't. No. <laughs> won't. <laughs> won't. Man, uh, one thing that I always slack on doing is close production until like 
I get really far in there. It's like, ah, closer. <laughs> that, that'll be fine. You know, oh, <laughs> they're all wearing rags. The, it is the like best winter. Thing you do is build, build your build your tailor station after you've gotten like. Your colonists in their rooms. Once they've got rooms, yeah, a kitchen, yeah. and a, a freezer. Then that's when you build the tailor station and set to build a minimum of five shirt and pants. Yeah. Yeah. Don't so you don't have to keep producing. If, yeah. if you're in a cold, if you're in an area where it gets really cold, then have somebody make it parkas. If it's really hot, dusters or ponchos. You know, you know, it's funny. So and with that, with that being said, I always have a furnace or a, sorry, a crematorium as well. Be, and it's not oh, yeah. for, it's crematorium. not really. Because it's that not, way you don't have this massive graveyard because it just eats. Well, it's not, it's not necessarily crops. graveyard. It's, um, it's also for clothing. So what I do, and this is a little pro tip oh, yeah. for anybody that, um, that, hasn't figured this out yet yeah, you so can, you can bring what you do and you set it as well so, oh yeah so the items the weapons or whatever i always set it to it's like good and higher is fine right i set that as as a uh, as an order or whatever uh you know this this level is fine but everything below it burn it, it clothing anywhere burn it right and then same thing with weapons there, or that, have that low quality and then there's another one mending well, I was gonna say, and then there's another another uh, another order that you make, and it's the 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 qual like not that quality, but the the life that's left in it. Oh, yeah. So I always say seventy five percent. So so anything and, below seventy five percent, burn it. Life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It worked. And I you just have a hauler just sitting there and do it. And under uh, that or dirty. So if you picked it oh, off, oh yeah, yeah. off a dead body, killed. I just leave them. Out. If, I'm just if like it's fuck dirty. It. Yeah. However, the hygiene mod does have something that fixes that, and this washing machines. Washing machines. <laughs> just miss that order. When you get washing machines, and just have mm. washing machines. They can fit seven items in a matter of time. It only takes like a day. And oh, wow. people are like, oh, it no longer has corpse stench on it. I'm, ho I'm okay with that. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that somebody died in that, but you know, <laughs> now, they're not, now they're not upset about it, because there's not... It didn't fix the bullet holes, but there's no longer blood around the bullet holes. So it's just like, hey, oh, it at least it's clean. <laughs> it was an accident. It just got tore a little bit. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, they had a yeah, lot. Like, oh god, RimWorld is a is a hoot because, yeah, you can do all sorts of fucked up shit. Now. Dude, and now that they added children, Cannibal it's cult? a whole another level of just fucked up shit. And it's just like, oh. Uh, yeah. Cult of cannibal children now. Cannibal children. Oh, yeah, that's right. They added the fucking uh, the religion <laughs> part. And I, so so I made a uh, oh, I made a religion God. based around a fucking rifle. I was like, yes, yes, this is our artifact. And so whenever they're like, oh, the rifle, Foxy's rifle or whatever is uh, is being held by this faction. I'm like. We will destroy them. I give them uniforms and everything. I'm when, just like, when, oh, when, the oh, kill thing, when the religion thing first popped in, I was just like, okay, cool. What do I build first? Vikings in space. 
The Vikings in space. <laughs> <laughs> I love the species. I love the species mods. Like you can add, basically we're like Rex, Rexiums and shit. And I was oh, yeah. like, yay! Uh, <laughs> yay, they're really fast. <laughs> the, yeah, I like playing with... Uh, like raccoon people. The Volpine mod pack. So the, Which one's so that? The Phoenix. Uh, uh, oh yes, yes, yes. I, I get play with Phoenix, like Phoenix and Arctic Foxes as both of those, but it doesn't add reds, which I'm just like, okay, weird, weird, but you know, go off. I, I guess that there's it's already saturated enough with so many variants of that. Oh, dude, there's so uh, many things in there. Uh, yeah, there's so many, and one of the ones I'm just like, man, I wish they kept updating this one. It was uh, like the Red Wall. Oh, uh, yeah, species, yeah, yeah. Which added a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm just like, this was such a good idea. Like, I, I almost want, like, I was almost tempted to actually do, like, a, a medieval run through, and we're just, like, turning the entire world medieval and just play that just to have the Red Wall experience. Oh, yeah. If you yep. guys haven't read, if you haven't read Red Wall, go and read Red Wall. It's, it's a it's a whole it's all book designed, series. Yeah, it's a whole book series. Brian Jakes created an entire world of little talking animal people that are actually kind of compelling. It, the The books were written for teenage ish, but yeah, they still right. hold their fucking salt and they still hold their quality. Uh, and it also deals with some darker topics. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, like I'm there for it, and I'd like that's always been one of the things that me and my sister have both kind of wanted to do is do a D and D campaign set in the Redwall universe. Ooh, because it'd be just be it'd be it would be fun, and it would uh, a lot of our like a lot of our local friends are furries now. Really? So, that would did you all, that would did y'all con- fucking go did y'all well. do a conversion, <laughs> or did it just happen naturally? <laughs> no, it just happened naturally. Okay. I mean, as as, as you know, like friends left and friends came in, and it was like, yeah, all right, cool. I mean, yeah, I still live in the same city as my sister. Mm-hmm. It's like I wouldn't call that shame. I mean, my no. family's not shit. No, it's not. It's not. Also, because trying to afford a fucking house today is... Yeah, mine was cheap as fuck. <laughs> mine was a cheap house. So... Like, we we yeah. got lucky. Lucky. There you go. But... But, uh... Yeah, with that, with that being so said... Anyone out there that's, like, having a stroke about living with family, don't... Don't feel bad about it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It actually helps you get on your feet so you can actually go out and do things that you want to do and then eventually fucking be on your own two feet. So don't don't think that it's bad, but, you know, make sure you have a plan. <laughs> have a plan to, 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 go, to go on, to go on with. And, and, uh, and with yeah. a lot of people, also, uh, like, it might also help to realize that you being with your family is also allowing your family to afford the house that they are living in. Because if they didn't have you to help pay the rent, nobody would be living in that house. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah and, and in some cases i could definitely be it but with uh with that being said uh, i think we're gonna go ahead and end it here uh, i want to thank you rally Ron. right rally hey. rally <laughs> for, for joining for joining uh, uh joining the podcast and uh yeah i, mean, I will uh too. i need to piss and get more beer <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> it would, uh, yeah it's uh it's 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 beer 30 right and uh thank you all for listening see y'all later y'all stay out of trouble or don't i'm not your dad <laughs> i ain't your dad <laughs>